Obama casts a military cloud over Indonesia. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now!, with my weekly Breaking the Sound Barrier podcast. If a volcano kills civilians in Indonesia, it's news. When the government does the killing, sadly, it's just business as usual, especially if an American president tacitly endorses the killing, as President Barack Obama just did with his visit to Indonesia. As the people around Mount Merapi dig out of the ash following a series of eruptions that have left more than 150 people dead, a darker cloud now hangs over Indonesia in the form of renewed U.S. support for the country's notorious Kopassus, the military's special forces commando group. Journalist Alan Nairn at alanairn.com released several secret Kopassus documents as the Obamas landed in Jakarta, showing the level of violent political repression administered by the Kopassus, now for the first time in more than a decade with United States support. Last March, Alan Aaron revealed details of a Kopassus assassination program in the Indonesian province of Aceh. These new Kopassus documents shed remarkable detail on the province of West Papua. As Nairn wrote in his piece accompanying the documents, West Papua is where tens of thousands of civilians have been murdered and where Kopassus is most active. When the U.S. restored Kopassus aid last July, the rationale was fighting terrorism. But the documents show that Kopassus, in fact, systematically targets civilians." Unquote. In the words of the Kopassus documents, the civilians are much more dangerous than any armed opposition. One document names 15 leaders of the Papuan civil society, all, quote, civilians, starting with the head of the Baptist Synod of Papua. The others include evangelical ministers, activists, traditional leaders, legislators, students and intellectuals, as well as local establishment figures and the head of the Papua Muslim Youth Organization, unquote. President Obama lived in Indonesia from the ages of 6 through 10, after his mother married an Indonesian man. Obama said in Jakarta this week, Obviously, uh, much has been made of the fact that this marks my return to where I lived as a young boy. But today, uh, as president, I'm here to focus not on the past, but on the future, the comprehensive partnership that we're building between the United States and Indonesia. Part of that relationship involves the renewed support of Kopassus, which has been denied since the armed forces burned then-Indonesian occupied East Timor to the ground in 1999, killing more than 1,400 Timorese. A series of cell phone videos have come out of Papua, showing torture being inflicted on men there at the hands of what appear to be members of the military. In one video that surfaced just two weeks ago, soldiers burn a man's genitals with a lit stick, cover his head with a plastic bag to suffocate him, and threaten him with a rifle. Another video shows a Papuan man slowly dying from a gunshot wound as the soldier with the cell phone camera taunts him, calling him a savage. I spoke with Suchiwati Munir, the widow of the renowned Indonesian human rights activist Munir Saeed Talib, at the Bonn Germany reunion of Right Livelihood Award laureates. Her husband, an unflinching critic of the Indonesian military, received the award shortly before his death. In 2004, Munir traveled to the Netherlands for a law fellowship. On board the Indonesian national airline Garuda, he was given an upgrade to business class. There, he was served tea laced with arsenic. He was dead before the plane landed. Sichiwati has this message for President Obama. 
Obama said, uh, if, if Obama has a commitment to human rights in the world, particularly in Indonesia, so he has to pay attention to the uh, situation, uh, the human rights situation in Indonesia. And the first thing that he should ask to uh, President SBY is to ask I asked Munir's widow, Suciwati, if she wanted to meet President Obama when he came to Indonesia. Maybe yes, maybe no. Maybe yes, because I want to remind him about the uh, human rights situation in Indonesia. Maybe not, because of his wrong decision uh, has uh, perpetuated the impunity in Indonesia. This was the third attempt by President Obama to visit Indonesia. His first delay was to allow him to push through health care reform. The second was canceled in the wake of the BP oil disaster. This time he made it, although the volcanic eruption forced him to leave a few hours hours early. Speaking from Jakarta, journalist Alan Nairn reflects. Well, it's, it's nice to be able to go back to your, uh, where you grew up, but uh, you shouldn't bring weapons as a gift. You shouldn't bring uh, training for the people who uh, are torturing your old neighbors. Uh, Obama said in his press conference that he wants to reach out to the Muslim world. He said, he said there's been misunderstanding, mistrust. Well, uh, one way to start reaching out would be to the Muslims and also the Christians and the, the Hindus, Buddhists in Indonesia. Uh, cut off all U.S. support for the Indonesian army uh, that has killed hundreds of thousands of Indonesian uh, civilians, as well as civilians in uh, formerly occupied East Timor. And for the rest of the Muslim world, uh, stop uh, attacking Afghanistan, uh, Iraq, stop the drone raids on uh, Pakistan, Yemen, uh, Kenya, elsewhere. Um, that would be uh, the beginning of a meaningful outreach, uh, stopping your, your criminal acts. I'm Amy Goodman with Dennis Moynihan.